This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. The Dort Podcast. Hashtag. the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined, as always, by Davey Eyeballs. He is Razzle Von Dazzle. He is Johnny Hundo. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Just full tang summer rolling along. I mean, I'm coming to you tonight from beautiful Sunapee, New Hampshire. Oh, how vacationing about it? with with my family and my extended family, so it's it's nice. Very good. Uh, if you hear some buzzing coming from the other room, I'm actually in a screened-in porch right now. For those listening, um, there is a very heated game of left, right, center going on right now, as I just explained to you. So, if those listeners out there have played that game before, you know it gets a little intense. People so, you might up. hear some tears from an All eight right. or six year old. So. I was just thinking yeah. it was a live studio audience, but turns out, well, yeah, no, it is. My father may have not, may have not, may have or not asked whether he could be involved tonight, and I said, "You better just kind of stay." Like, you need to submit your list by Thursday of your top ten Netflix movies. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He did not, so he is not. He did not. Part, he is, so. Yeah. Therefore, that answers that. But right, we have a lot to get to today, so let's get right into it. Better Call Saul down to the final three episodes ever. Uh, it airs tonight, I guess, a little bit after where, where if, if you're watching us live, a little bit uh, in like 15 minutes. It's going to be an episode entitled Breaking Bad. So I would assume this is the Walter White, Jesse Pinkman episode. Let's uh, hope. And, and maybe you'll get him in the next couple as well. I mean, I, I know Vince Gilligan is writing and directing the next episode, and then the finale, Peter Gould is writing and directing. But uh, what have you thought of the season so far? I think it's really good, and I think it's um, – I am again, the big question mark we had is what's going to happen with Kim yeah. and how, how does that resolve itself? You kind of got a little bit of it. Like, I think there's a little bit of that. But there's yeah. still this it's gap. Yeah, There's I still saw. this gap between – who we know Saul as when we meet him and the, I would call it the Jimmy McGill kind of transitioning. Mm -hmm. There's still this like chunk of a person that we're still missing. And I hope you get it in like the next three episodes, how that happens. Yeah. And I have faith because this team is so good and they, they think things out. So even if when they started better call Saul, they might not have been exactly sure what the path was going to be. They had to, once you said you were going to do this show, these are probably some of the episodes that you're thinking about first, like leading directly into Breaking Bad. How are you going to be able to take the character? Yeah. And in the education world, we'll refer as like backwards design. Like, you know what you want the outcome to be and you work backwards from there. So I think that would be the smart way. Like you said, this would be the smart way to play that yeah. is to, okay, this is where we need him to be and play it backwards. Mm-hmm. 
you know. So oh, I'm I'm obviously looking forward to it. This will be a standalone episode at the end of the month for Better Call mm-hmm. Saul. Uh curious if you've started the show and or if you think it is worth a standalone episode, but Brian K. Vaughn's comic book or graphic novel, whatever you want to call it, has been adapted on Amazon Prime. Paper Girls, mm-hmm. season one. It is all out. It's eight episodes. I've watched four of them. Have you started, first of all? I, on Sunday, as I was packing up, I had like the TV on passively in my bedroom and saw on Prime like a commercial for Paper Girls. And I was like, oh, shit, that came out. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, there's, like you said, there's been so much TV this month, I feel like, and and even more coming Yeah, that this kind of got, is, is kind of got lost in the background for me, but I'm actually really excited to watch it. Is it good? I've liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I, I read the comic book and I really like the comic book. I think it was the pick of the pod a long time ago. And, I remember you uh, talking about it. Yeah, it's good. And it was like, I wasn't sure what to expect because we've seen so many comic book adaptations, obviously, over the last several years. And mm-hmm. they're hit or miss. Like uh, Jupiter's Legacy famously oh, is the worst, worst reviewed show we've ever done. Oh. Uh, and then there's like the boys. Right. So there's like there's right. six out of sixes. There's one out of sixes. So. I'm halfway through and I've enjoyed it. I think it's good. And is uh, that is Jupiter's Legacy the worst? Uh, is that the lowest score we've ever given? Yeah, I think it's the only time we've given a flat one. Yeah, that that would be the answer to the yeah. trivia question. That's the worst show ever, ever, um, ever reviewed. But it is Amazon Prime, and, and and Prime has done The Boys and they've done Invincible, and they're two for two there. That's really good. Yeah. And this may not be as good as that, but I think they're trending towards three out of three. You mentioned nice. all the shows that are out now or coming out. Um, right. I ran a poll, a Twitter poll at Dork Podcast for August TV shows. Now, the poll's already been, uh, it's final. You can't vote on it yeah. now. And one of those shows they announced today is actually going to get it punted to September 21st. It didn't win anyway. It didn't win. <laughs> and I came in third, but Andor, the uh, Star Wars show, which somehow is getting two seasons. Already? It hasn't even like... right. Yeah, three episodes are going to come out September 21st. I will say the trailer, the new one that came out today, looks mm-hmm. pretty good. I wasn't, I don't, I don't have a big, uh, a lot of excitement level around this, but it actually looks pretty good. And just, it's the whole team that wrote and produced Rogue One. So this, they obviously care about this character very much. I do like the idea of how this revolution starts without Jedi or Sith. I think there's a whole story to be told with just normies like normal people that i think uh rogue one captured very well but hopefully this kind of does the same thing yeah it's got it's normies but it's also in that time between episode three and four so i'm I'm curious like what the references are you saw uh saw guerrera in this force whitaker's Mm -hmm. character and some of those other characters because cassie and andor wasn't even like anywhere near the best character in the fucking show i would even say his droid was better than him uh yeah i think so uh, in the chat asking if it's six episodes, I believe it's 12. Yeah. I believe Andor's 12 episodes, and the first three will be released uh, on September 21st and then running through, like, November or whatever. Yeah. So, But that was on a poll with House of the Dragon, She-Hulk, Andor, and the Sandman, and that was the order in which it was voted. So 44... I am shocked. I, am sh- I voted for Sandman. I am shocked that yeah. more people aren't in on Sandman. That's going to be really, really good. I'm excited for Sandman, too. And I, I think I voted yeah. for Sandman. But I also think it's just not as popular as the others. So you have a Star Wars property, yeah. you have an MCU property, and you have a Game of Thrones prequel. 
and it's like, something Cam, like, he loves yeah. Cam, but that's not he's not on that level and there's something with neil gaiman adaptations that just don't really work like i good omens is good american gods was good for two seasons mm-hmm. like i and uh what's the other one you know what he was saying matter. he wants to do marvel 1602 he wants that to be a show movie. would love to That'd see cool. it maybe it animated i would love to see that animated with like That'd kick-ass cool. voice with like the yeah. like so the voice actors who they are, but like speaking in Victorian English would be, be kick-ass. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch could pull that off, no problem. Absolutely, and he's the main character in the, <laughs> right, in the story. Right. So, but House, great. but House of the Dragon not only won it, won pretty convincingly, forty-five percent of the vote for House of the Dragon. So that's this month. I am looking forward to that now because we we've, we've been told there's going to be a thousand drag or seventeen dragons to be exact. That's 17. funny. I'm a little worried about She-Hulk. We've already discussed that at length, but that got about 25% of the vote. And then Andor at 17% and then Sandman at 14%. So they're all good votes, but we'll see what happens. Also in August, Reservation Dog Season 2. And I know that was one of your favorite shows from a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. And this, um, it's, I think it's coming out next week and it's all of it. It's ready to rock on Hulu. It's a Hulu. I think it's no longer on FX. It's just a Hulu exclusive now. Okay. Um, and so the whole season's being able to stream. And this is a show that like, it's really solid, some really good characters, but I would consider it like a gap show. Like if you're in between, um, house of the dragon or Sandman and you just need like, all right, I need a break from that. What can I watch? Definitely check out reservation dogs. It's really, really good. Uh, we're also going to get, I am Groot, the series of shorts. I know your daughter's fired up for, I am Groot. Yep. And uh, this is coming at the perfect time in my house, but season three of Bluey is coming to Disney+. Plus. I uh, We talk about anticipated shows of the summer. So a week a week from Friday, right, is the so. season three premiere of Bluey. I got to tell you, it is must-watch TV. It's Yeah, it's one of the greatest shows. And, like, within the last month, and I talked about this a little bit last week, but within the last month, it has become CeCe's favorite by far. Because normally... We're like, if I'm making her breakfast or dinner or whatever, or we throw TV, I'm like, what do you want to watch? And usually it was like a rotation. It's like Muppet Babies, yeah. Mickey Mouse, and she just picks out a different one. It's all different stuff. She, and she gets into like habits of it. But this week, it's like morning and night. It's like Bluey, 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 mm-hmm. Bluey. Love and it. right now, there's a ton. There's a ton of episodes. I think season two is like 27 episodes or something. It's crazy. It's, I think, well, they're nine they're nine minutes so when you watch right. it on disney junior they put like three together and they call it like a half hour but they're right. really like eight or nine minutes and there's i think already there's like 50 of them or 100 of them there's so already. many of them yeah. and now there's gonna be another like 50 coming oh uh, so it's so great that. and i was talking to my so my sister who's here with me she has a, a nine-year-old baby a nine-month-old um baby, <laughs> nine-year-old, she was baby. A nine-year-old baby no and she has a nine-month-old and she's like i just love that like the kids play like they there's no they just imagination there's no screens there's no anything I know, they just great. play and so i think that i the irony is that the kids are watching on tv them doing it but my kids <laughs> yeah, right. play the games that they play yeah which, which is, is awesome which, oh, that is really great yeah Some serious I, games of keepy uppy in the in the davy household <laughs> i love the fucking uh where they're selling they're in the bath time and they're selling fucking burgers or whatever <laughs> so good yeah and it's like all right it's time to go to bed no more burgers she's like yeah yeah, yeah. i'm now i'm selling tacos and you're like okay. <laughs> but it's like oh it's classic it's great stuff great show yeah uh lock and key season three. Oh my god i didn't neither of us watched season two but no we did not and we did not need this 
so that's the spectrum that I'm talking about, right? Like, yeah. like so that's why with Paper Girls, you're like, I have no idea because Lock and Key was a great comic book, but the show mm-hmm. stinks. So, uh, and then Tekken Bloodline is going to be a Netflix animated show. I'm in on that. I am too. I watched the trailer, and it looks kind of Tekken three based, where like Jin it seems to be the main character, and then I think Ogre might be like sort of the final boss, but. It's all about how Hayashi like beat the shit out of Jin or like like made him tough, and now he's like making him go into the tournament. And then fucking Nina's there, and King and Paul. Paul. Like, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm in on this. I I'm excited for the and it's so funny that like watching these trailers, like you could say, oh, that's Tekken three, just by what people are wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just by the outfit they're wearing, all that. They were into like Tekken three at this point. Yeah, right? it was like Nina's in the purple, and you're like, yep, very nice, looking good. <laughs> Uh, it's Rick not full armor king yet it's just king oh, it was just king with like the fucking yeah. sweatpants and the yeah the head yeah. head gear uh rick and morty season six on september 4th very that's excited cool. that's right around the very corner. excited so this was in the video i was i was gonna i talked about this like the uh multiverses yeah so in the training so you have to do like a training and so the people who help you like the bots that help you in your training are me seeks so I had to, and I'm like, that makes sense. I'm like, that makes sense. But I had to explain to my daughters what me seeks were. I'm like, what are those? I'm like, those are me seeks. And now I'm not kidding. They run around the house. They go, I'm Mr. Me seeks. Look at me. Like they, I'm like, oh, God damn it. My wife is so mad at me. <laughs> you can't watch that whole episode, but you can watch and parts. I told, yeah, I told my eight-year-old daughter that there was a character on the show called Mr. Poopy Butthole. And you should have seen her eyes get, she's like, what? Who is Mr. Poopy Butthole? I need to watch this show. Yeah, she yeah, was so Mr. excited. Mr. Yeah. Poopy Butthole is a great character. <laughs> Mr. Meeseeks is that might be my favorite episode. That's right. That's up a there. good episode. Yeah, and I said, well, they're help. They help you, so that's why they're there to help you. And then they disappear when they're done. Yeah, they they serve. That's all them. I had to say. Eight year old. That's all I had to say. They help just, you, and then they're gone. I just want to take three strokes off my golf game. <laughs> Come on, Jerry! You're killing us. <laughs> Uh, we got a couple of trailers this week, including one for Pearl, the prequel to X. It looks good. Yeah, it does. I don't know about all the animal killing and stuff, but like, I'm in. There's so much going on. Yeah, it's, so it's, much going on. And of all the shows or all the movies that get prequels, which are like most of them now, like this one, yeah. you, you actually wanted a prequel for. You're like, how the fuck did they get to that point? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, so I'm in on this. Did you see the trailer for Oppenheimer? I did. This is it's movies like this that make uh six degrees, the game six degrees, like too easy. Like everybody is yeah. in this movie. It would be harder to name people not in this movie. Right yeah. Now. So this is the new Christopher Nolan movie that comes out uh July twenty first of next year. Yes. Well, obviously it's August first. So like but like they came out of the trailer like roughly a year from now. Yeah, I think we might have read like half of the cast list like last week. I'm not going to read it again. It's it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, the film follows uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer, the manager of the Los Alamos Laboratory during the Manhattan Project and his contributions that led to the creation of the atomic bomb. And then it just has like a thousand people in this. Just a real feel good tale about <laughs> mass murder, you know? Yeah. Here so you go. Now, speaking yeah. of feel good tales. Coming out on September 28th, the first ever Netflix-produced NC-17 film, Blonde, 
starring Anna de Armas as Marilyn Monroe. So when they first announced this, I think 95% of, you know, hot-blooded Americans were like, nice. You know? I'm saying nice. And then you see the trailer and you're like, it's not going that way. This is going to be, this is going to be a tough watch. Oh, I'm going to, oh, something's going to be tough. No, I don't think, I don't, I, nope, I don't think you're going to, it's, I don't think it's going to go that way. I don't think it's going to be like that. It's NC-17, Ryan. Yeah, and but like, you're the, the, <laughs> the, the sweet baby, the sweet beat. <laughs> what is that from? Uh, Adam Sandler when yes, uh, the the calls and do like the sex calls, whatever. My pud. Yeah, I want to play with my jimma jamma. You're what? <laughs> the sweet beat, baby, the sweet beat. What the fuck? Do you I say? I think this is going to be so uncomfortable. Oh, you're and... out of your mind. No, I'm not. I don't so, think I am. This is going to be, you're going to be sad. You're going to be sad watching it. Sad tears? It all works. What? It, how, okay, fine. But I'm she, just saying it right now. She's getting ripped on Twitter. Well, uh, I don't know if she's getting ripped. Maybe just the film is. Because Marilyn Monroe, turns out, did not have a Spanish accent. <laughs> Believe it or not. I don't know, man. NC-17, it's got to be pretty steamy. It's going to be, oh. but not, but it's going to be like coerced steamy. It's not going to be like two willing participants, if you know what I mean. All right. Yeah. I no, actually... I'm just saying, I, it's just going to go that way. It's going to make you sad. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, crewy dude, he saw, he saw, <laughs> did you just call it your pud? <laughs> Why'd you pull out my pud? That fucking, I'll tell you, you know what. what makes it, when yeah. John, it was uh, one of the hardest I laughed watching Trainwreck, which is a funny movie. John Cena, I'm gonna give you my full pecker. <laughs> yeah, it's basically that, but yeah. a skit, but a fucking CD skit. Oh, so this is kind of related. I meant to lead off the episode of this. So something I was thinking about the other day, and I know your family's in the next room, but I no, they, they can't hear me. Okay, yeah. my question, and I don't know, like, say you're in like an Iron Man race or something like that. Okay, if you had a massive boner, yeah. what do you, what? Would you how what would slow you down more, or what would um, now? Let me ask it in a different way. If you had a boner, would you be slower swimming, running, or on a bike? I think I think you would be slower swimming because it would act as like a rudder, like it would be like <laughs> kind of like down hanging down and kind of creating drag as you go. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> yeah, that might be true. But the whole time you're in spandex, so it's kind of just like pressed to your leg. Yeah, I feel like a bike, you'd probably just kind of figure it out. You'd be to, fine. You'd be you'd fine. Be... Probably you might go fast, yeah. and then you might, because if it's up, then it you know it yeah. creates a draft. You know, I didn't even think about that. You're right. In the water, you're probably kind of in trouble. <laughs> it's kind of dragging below you, so you're like you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. As you want to avoid that, I, I said a rudder, but it's a keel. You're it's the keel on the bottom of the boat. Oh, a right. keel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Not a rice, not a rudder. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good question anyway. Um, Ben Affleck reportedly going to be an Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom as Batman again. Uh, Can't say no. How'd they get him out of bed for that? You know? They probably paid him a look. You know what they did was they saw what the MCU did at Comic Con and they're like, fucking A. Call Ben and tell him whatever he wants. Yeah. (laughs) They have to get, that's his quote. And they have to give him that even if he does a bad job. Why is that important to you? (laughs) (laughs) 
What when do you I'm think his career is? Old, yeah. I've seen every cock on the planet. Oh, my Christ. Uh, Ryan, I know you're not a big wrestling guy anymore, but SummerSlam was this past weekend, and it was the first uh, major event post Vince McMahon uh, like stepping down yeah. from the company. I thought it was a blast. I loved it. They had so many great things. They had a couple of returns, a couple of like, injured wrestlers were back. Edge and, and Bailey were back. They did a match at the end. The main event was Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, which normally snore. There's, they've, they've wrestled a thousand times. Yeah. Brock Lesnar came to the ring in a giant ass tractor, wrestled most of the match, then got back in the tractor, pushed the ring like six feet, and then lifted it up. So it was like fucking like on a decline. It was you never seen that's that super dangerous. That is oh, yeah. super dangerous. Well, yeah, and he's in the stadium and like he drives this tractor down the fucking aisle way, and it's like literally the size of it. Like if it was any bigger, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have fit. That's what yeah. she said. So, so what is he's, he's doing like a farm boy angle now? Yeah, well, he's just a big, like, country strength. He's a like, big hoss. That's yeah. how he is, right? Yeah, he's a hoss. That's right. <laughs> he is a hoss. The dude's a fucking big dude. But oh, I, worst he, tattoos I've ever seen, though. He doesn't have it's, great tattoos. He has, that, he has that sword on his chest that looks like a feather that I haven't been able to, like, get my head around. Like, it looks like a feather. Also looks like he's getting TF'd. Like, that's not what you're trying to do. <laughs> and it's not full. It, I don't think it's full tank. The uh, handle's too small. Tag. It's just like in there, and you're like, dude, yeah, pushing together. So anyway, <laughs> not great. All right, let's get to is the. Is he next. still married to Sable, by the way? I believe he is. Yeah, yeah. I think they have kids and everything. They're... God love them. Yep. God bless. <laughs> Should I have bought this? Brought to you by 47brand. Go to 47brand.com. Enter the promo code hashtag dork at checkout for 25% off your entire order. So if you spend $375.87, you would get 25% off that entire order if you use the promo code hashtag dork. <laughs> you thought I was going to do the math again, didn't you? I did. I was you. We're not math guys. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. Let's, let's pull it up here, Rye. Okay, what do you oh. see? What do you tell, tell the people all that are not watching us on YouTube? By the way, you can watch us every Monday night, seemingly on youtubecom slash podcast, or you can go back and watch it. But uh, most people listen. So, right, what do we got? I got a bottle of something here. What do we got? We got four walls, limited uh-huh. edition, yep, Irish whiskey. So let me tell you the story about this. This is from Andrew, and this is another. Should I have bought this uh, redemption story? So okay. you remember we had the one guy that got that uh, tried to come back in. He had the wand, and then he came back in again. And also got denied because he had the fucking bridge trolls. This one, <laughs> this one comes from Andrew. He says, "Hello, gentlemen. I am coming back, hopeful for redemption after my Toy Story debacle." Oh, it's the Toy year. Story guy. All right, yeah. <laughs> Who bought like a dozen Toy Story toys? All right, he says, I'm a big fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so naturally I was excited to give their podcast a listen when that started up. As it seems everyone is doing these days, they made a limited-release whiskey named Four Walls. Not only do I love Sunny, I also enjoy whiskey. And to top it all off, proceeds from the whiskey go to charity. With shipping, I paid blank for the bottle. For reference, I've included a picture of the bottle and box that it comes in. As a big fan of the show, whiskey and charity... I am happy with the purchase, but I must ask, should I 
have bought this. So before I answer that question, let me ask you another question. Are there three better things to be a fan of than us? Charitable donations and whiskey. Are there any three things to be a better fan of? Uh, No. See, I'm not a big whiskey guy, but if you just said like booze drink and then hashtag dork charity, I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Here's the three things you need to be a fan of in your life. Me. Rich second. Yep. Okay. Giving money to people less fortunate than you. Yes. And getting fucked up. Getting fucking blitzkrieg drunk. <laughs> and you know, always sunny, absolutely rolling. couch locked. That's what you need to do. If you need Don't to know what that is, that's where. Oh my god! What game show have you ever seen that had swearing in it? That is my new favorite term for getting overserved is being couch locked where you're so <laughs> drunk that you can't get off the couch <laughs> couch locked yeah that's a good one that's a good um, one um but he i i'm going to say that this bottle bottle water, uh this bottle of whiskey 65 dollars right it's higher than that and as he says with shipping oh with shipping okay he paid higher he paid 112 dollars and 29 cents now that is a single malt Irish whiskey. Hopefully, hopefully that's a good bo- a bottle of something. Yeah, let's see. Uh, can we zoom in here? Looks like seven fifty mil, forty five percent alcohol by volume. That'd, that'd be your that's 90, ninety proof. That's yep. a quick math. Uh, a blend of Irish whiskeys and Pennsylvania straight rye whiskey. Uh, it says age is it, what's that 90 is it age 90 days or whatever nine nine no that just says 90 proof oh 90 proof okay no. i can't see it it's a lot of money ryan you know it's me a lot I, of money i am i'm a frugal fanny but triple distilled mm-hmm. straight pennsylvania that's from Pennsylvania, so it's Philadelphia made, right? Well, yeah, Irish it's, style yeah, it's always sunny, guys. Always yeah, sunny. no, I'm just making sure. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Ooh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would say I'm going to say no on this. Mm, I'm a bit torn because, again, I'm not going to tell somebody not to get booze. Again, drink t- responsibly, please. Right. But I would say I would normally say yes on that. So should we t- should we go to the people? Hang on. Before we do, so one of the things I read in the description, so he has it in the box. The box is standing up. There's a description of the bottle, right? And mm-hmm. in it, it says you can use it to punch up your favorite cocktail. Any good whiskey, you don't use as a mixer. <coughs> That's actually a good point. So if they're selling this to, as like oh, a mixer boy. for like 80 bucks, like, nah, yeah. not it. All right. Looks like the people of I'm... <sighs> Yeah, I love charity. I love charity. I'm with the chat too. It sort of could sway me. The chat could sway me. Yeah, and it's definitely swaying me in this direction. Get the fuck out of here! Listen. Yeah. Sorry, Drew. That is zero for two. But again, there's no reason not to get back on that horse. Third time's a charm. I whatever you come with, whoever you come with next is going to be awesome. I guarantee. Third time it might be right. That's what you do. You get knocked down, right? Get right back on that horse. Uh, Sweetie. Yeah, honey. The horseshoe on has a huge penis. No reason like not to. to go home no. Now. no reason not to. I'm, like, yeah. I'm not having any fun. What he said. Oh, Andrew's in the house. 
<laughs> yeah, he's gonna come back. He's like, I bought a shitload of hats. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Boom. Like, you're, you're Winner. <laughs> yeah. This is how we do it. So once again, you can email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. I just got another really good one this week, too. That oh, you unless, did unless something else like topical comes next week. I already have it penciled in for next week. It is oh, pretty wait. solid. It's pretty good. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, so, but again, feel send those bad boys in. I uh, got like a little bit of a backlog on there, but that's good because it's a good time. Dorkpodcast at gmail.com. $25 minimum for uh, should I have bought this. All right, let's get to this. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Rob, what do you have? So I have some sour news, but a, a silver lining to it. So I was okay. reading this. It was actually a very interesting article about I, the, over the last two years, the video game industry has seen this boom of sales and production and engagement and all of these things. So that, I, I mean, they, they have recognized at this point that this is due to COVID. So a lot of people being at home, having a little bit more time on their hands. So people investing more time in video games. The bad news is, is now that is coming down, crashing to earth with Sony and Microsoft reporting not as good or sales de- declension declining no, over decline, the last I think year. you had it. Declension. Yeah. Sale declining for like the past year. Okay. But the silver lining to this, Richard, is that now with that happening, the Sony people have said that they want to get more PlayStation 5s out there for people like you who have not been able to get one. That'd be so good. Far. Although so I am trying to, yeah. curious if I should just wait for the PS6 at this point. No, come on. This is going like, to be years. You're going to sit on a PlayStation 4. Like, come on. Nah. All right. All come right. on, man. No, I know. And I need, I need it for Suicide Squad and, and probably still Gotham Knights, even though it's kind of me. And they're putting now um, support in for 1440p. And so a lot of like different resolutions and frame rates and all that stuff. So it's actually going to be a little bit more user friendly for those who right. are. Who, I you have no idea what I just said, do you? You said frame rates. Yeah, I did. They're going to be so better. basically like you could play at a higher frame rate. Yeah, yeah, so you don't I mean. have to play. You have to play it like full 4K. You can like trim it down and play at higher frame rates. So that's that's one of the things that PC people will talk about. It's like frame rate matters more than graphics, and which it does. Yeah. Um, uh, and the only other bit of news I have, so you know, you're aware of the streamer Doctor Disrespect, right? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. So he is now. You got the first footage of his game called Dead Drop. So he is making his own game, which he is now claiming will blow Call of Duty out of the water. And it is the very first vertical extraction game. So you know, like, so if you think of um call of duty or Fortnite or any of those games where the storm it's a they call it like a spiral extraction where the, the circle comes in mm-hmm. this you have to go up so you start at like the ground floor of a building like in dread and you have to go up like to get to the roof oh that's pretty cool so it's actually pretty cool and it looks a little bit of like if you guys have ever played or seen uh escape from tarkov it kind of looks like and feels like that with the same sound design but you start on like the ground level of this massive building to me it looks like dread if you've seen the movie dread yeah yeah, if you haven't seen the movie that movie's fucking rules dread um not to be confused with judge dread not judge dread but dread with kyle urban yeah it's great it's amazing and uh what's her name uh cersei lannister yes yeah um lena headley 
Yeah. So if you, it reminds me of that and it actually looks pretty cool. So I'm, I'm kind of in on this right now. It's a little rough around the edges because it's all pre-alpha footage and whatever. All but right. just the idea of like ascending a building to get to a helicopter to take you away and figuring out how to do that is kind of a good idea. Yeah, I like it. Right? Wait, so is that out for everything? Yeah, I think so. It'll be PC first, but I think eventually uh, it'll right. get ported to. But okay. I, it, I, again, I, there it's in development stages, but so you got like the first looks of it and it looks pretty clean like pretty good okay. looks pretty good i like it and that's what i got for davy's video game minute very good very good bro i got a question y'all ready for bisque you ready for the topic du jour say what well, i'm glad you asked it's the topic of the day and today it is top 10 netflix original movies and this was inspired really for a couple of reasons one we had an opening in the schedule but two, uh, The Gray Man just came out. Uh, we talked about Blonde, and Davey's already predicting a dud. He could be right. That comes out. No, That's I'm not gonna... saying it's going to be a dud. I'm not saying it's not going to. It's not going to be good. Oh. It's just not going to be the sexual content you think it is. Full penetration. That's all I'm saying. You, you might, but like, okay, it's going to be like forced yep. penetration. It's not going to be fun to watch. Is what I'm saying. What? Yeah. Have you listened? Did you watch the trailer? Did you listen to anything she was saying? No. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> I thought she hooked up with uh, Joe DiMaggio. The guy had like, a 54 game hitting. She did, streak. but they, they ask her in the trailer, like, how she got famous. And there's a whole, like, creepy producer behind her. Like, I don't think this is going to go the way. This is going to be like Starlight joining the, the VOD Seven. Industries. Seven. Yeah. I was going to say just VOD Industries in general. But, like, that's right. what this is going to be like. Listen, hand up. I just saw Anna DeArmas as Marilyn Monroe NC17. And I, I think a lot of people did. And they're like, ooh. <laughs> And they, they got their jimmy jammers up but i don't think it's gonna go that way i think you're gonna you're gonna leave this movie feeling sad a tally whacker <laughs> the fuck did you say huh no nothing baby come on baby come on baby uh right we have uh top 10 netflix original movies and i came up with a list of 10 davy came up with a list of 10 we combined the two and i and fucked have... up again spoiler believe it or not, big market davy, tease davy fucked it up again shockingly yeah. davy shockingly who... Omitted one or two films from the top 50 comic book movies. Also somehow fucked this list up too. And I was like, yeah. I was surprised when I saw it. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he likes these 10 more than this one. But I'm like, no, nope. I like this one a lot. So, yeah, uh, I would say we had but but one, two, three, four, five. So we had five overlaps. Good. And then there's a combination of ones that just I had or just you had that, that made mm -hmm. this list. We'll do a shit ton of honorable mentions at the end. Uh, but let's start with number 10, uh, Netflix original movies. And really, this is like a five-year thing. Like, I think they started in like 17, making actual their own movies and just releasing mm -hmm. them on Netflix. And they've made more and more and more as it's gone on. And what as I was like going through all the movies to make sure I didn't forget any, what a range. You have some dog shit, like never should have been made movies. And then you have some mm -hmm. like really, really good ones on there. So Netflix is tricky. Like when they come out with a new movie, you have no idea how it's going to be. All right, number number ten on our list is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom with uh, Chadwick Boseman. One of his final movies that he made. He was nominated for an Oscar, didn't win, probably should have, uh, and uh, he did win the Golden Globe for it. But it's it's Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman, and it's based off of a play, which makes sense because there's only like one or two 
settings really the mm-hmm. whole thing so it's easily a play but the acting's just off the charts or off the charts and it's 1920s like blues singers basically the the thing viola davis is like really famous and she goes to different places and chadwick boseman's character is a trumpet player and he's really good but he's not a big known person just yet but it's like to me it wouldn't normally like appeal to me but I started watching because of Chadwick Boseman and I got so sucked into it. I'm like, this was just incredible. And it's really, if it was different actors, you probably wouldn't even think twice about it. Mm-hmm. But the, but those two put on an absolute show. So I, I recommend it to everybody, even if it's not your cup of tea, it's, it's a really good movie. And this is a movie. So I admittedly, I haven't seen this movie, but mm-hmm. I, I am aware of it. And I believe the words masterclass yes. and clinic were so yeah. like an acting <laughs> clinic put on by these two. Both. like how to do and i i like you like i love watching movies that like like any like david mamet movie that was supposed to be a play like like uh glengarry glenn ross or something yeah like that. it's that pretty was, cool that's in one setting it, it kind of feels like a play and it's just it's all relying on the performance of the people rather than yeah. sets and whatever like so oh, i i think this is a movie that i, I eventually have to see i know yeah. that um so. but it's just I think it came out so once Chadwick Boseman passed away, it was like I didn't watch it initially because it was like too raw. I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't really want to watch that yet, and it kind of mm-hmm. got washed away. But I, I do need to come back to this eventually. Uh, yeah, I highly, I highly recommend it. I think it came out, or um, yeah, it was like two or three months, I think, probably after he passed away, or maybe maybe four. It was the same year, obviously. Uh, it was, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So obviously available on netflix all right next one you got so the next one um number nine coming is always be my maybe now the play on the mariah carey song always be my baby Mm -hmm. uh starring the fabulous ali wong and randall park so this probably to me one of the better romantic comedies i've seen in the last couple of years and it it, kind of surprised me Mm -hmm. uh did you see this one no, I didn't. So maybe it would have um, made me so it, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's actually it's actually pretty good, pretty clever. Um, you have these two people who were, you know, it's that setup of like a boy and a girl who were like best friends, like all growing up, like grew up together, had one awkward encounter and then kind of went their separate ways. Okay. And then as luck would have it, they find their way back to each other. And, you know, there was a, their parents always you should have been with this person and blah, blah, blah. There is a one killer cameo in it that I won't give away. Okay. But the person right. who is the cameo is fantastic. Okay. Um, and uh, it's just a like straight up romantic comedy that is charming and at times witty and legitimately funny at times. So if you haven't checked it out, um, check it out. And right. Groovy Dude blew the cameo. If you haven't seen it, he blew oh, it in yep. the chat. Sure did. All right. Very sure good. did. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, you uh, give us the next one as well. All right, so the next one, because you haven't seen the next one either. So speaking of, so Netflix does a thing too. Their documentaries, I have two documentaries from them on this list. Spoiler. So Um, this is the first one. Yeah. Let me just real quick say, I didn't include documentaries. I think you are 100% right to do so. It's just the way my mind works. I think of documentaries as separate, but that's sort of documentary. So you fucked up. I why, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if I would have put him in there. It would have been close. Like yeah. the next one, I haven't seen this one. The next one I went yeah. and watched recently. So I, I probably would have had it in there. But my yeah. point is, I usually kind of lump them separate because most documentaries I watch are of the series variety. Yes. So you this know? is a long form documentary picture. Right. So it right. definitely counts. Like I always consider like Hoop Dreams, for example, one of the best movies of 94, even though, right. you know, it's a documentary. So 
Uh, yeah, but go ahead. Number eight. So number eight is a movie called Crip Camp. Now, this was uh, I love this movie, not just because of it kind of shines a light on like how people with disabilities were treated back in the, the, the 60s and the 50s and 60s and, and before that. Um, but the movie takes place. Um, it talks about a summer camp that kids with disabilities will go to is one of the first of its kind. Um, and you hear these horrific stories of like these kids who were able-minded, just not able-bodied who were put into like special needs class and like, didn't get that because the, the education system didn't know what to do with them. So you would put kids in with like mental disabilities in the same room with kids with physical disabilities, but they were perfectly fine and they could have learned and whatever. Um, the, but the most, so you have this summer camp where all of them could go together. And by the way, my wife is an occupational therapist by trade and she's watching this with me and being like, this is the most dangerous thing I've ever seen. Jesus Like Christ. people, people in wheelchairs, like throwing themselves into pools and like, yeah. they're having the best time, but it's like super yeah, it's, unsafe. It's, it's like terrifying. basically, yeah. yeah. And um, it, it was, but one of the fascinating things about it is that the um, alums of this camp went on to help, build legislation and reform legislation for people with disabilities and they became like these like this band of people who made these huge changes for people with disabilities so it's actually very fascinating talking about the education system and like uh um rights for people with disabilities that all stemmed from this camp so if you if you're into that kind of like documentary it's very very well done all right very good yeah Yeah. i have not seen it i'll have to check that one out all right coming in at number seven actually was number eight on both of our lists yeah. <laughs> and maybe coming in with a little bit of recency bias but number seven is the gray man russo brothers with ryan gosling and chris evans and anna de armas will be playing marilyn monroe the upcoming mm-hmm. blonde also jessica henwick the girl from tammy craps in the uh, yeah so that's why yeah <laughs> that's the and i said to the people that's the reason why that girl was sick i don't know if you knew that she wasn't 60 lbs she wasn't 60 lbs and she got a tammy craps with farts in her head and now she's sick so I, uh, this movie, oh, and Billy Bob Thornton, obviously too. Yes. Uh, it was in this. I enjoyed the shit out of this. I thought this was a blast. And again, maybe if this movie came out two years ago, it wouldn't be in our top 10. Maybe I, would, I wouldn't be as fresh on my mind. It was the most recent one that I watched before we, we ranked him. But Ryan Gosling, like, I like him. Like, I, I think he's good and stuff. And even though yeah. he always kind of has the exact same cadence, no matter what role he's playing, I still like it. He's obviously very charming. Something about him yes. works. And then Chris Evans as a villain, awesome. He was like almost likable. Like that was the fucked up thing about uh-huh. it. Like he was, and I don't know if you put it in the board yet, but him saying oh, fuck, in the heat in the heat of battle, they're fist fighting, and he looks at Ryan Gosling and he says, "Let's see if any of these moves fuck." Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? Who wrote that line? Who wrote that line? Great line. Let's see if these moves fuck. Yeah, I'll add that to the board. I fucking meant it. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. That. But you knew as soon as I said that you're gonna add. Oh, this that was obvious. You you're like, you're, you're like, there's a there's a, a line at the end of the movie, and I'm like, yeah. As soon as he said it, I fucking laughed. <laughs> like, there's like good action scenes in this. Yeah. There's like sneaky, like some comedy in there. All the actors and actresses, like you like seeing them when they're on the screen, yeah. like just Rich, simple shit like that. It, it the works. only thing I would ask, and I point this out, if you were, how many times? in a 72 hour period could you get hit by a car get up and walk away me personally probably the zero yes, you time. personally zero probably zero times zero times ryan gosling does it four or five times <laughs> still, still different 
What do you want? That's <laughs> tough. Feel pain. His dad was mean to him, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah. that's most uh, most people's origin stories, right? Um, uh, yeah, most people's origin. Dad was mean, so I'm super. Tough mean, now. So now yeah. you can't hurt me. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, it's, um, it's good. So coming in at number six. Now this is my second documentary on the list, and one that for me is incredibly visually done. Uh, the audio in this movie is cool. And the story is actually really cool. And number six, we have My Octopus Teacher. This watching this Oscar movie. Tom, yeah. And watching this movie once, it's it's great. You're like into the story. And like, this is what I love about this. And this, it goes on the same list with like Jiro Dreams of Sushi, which is another one of my favorite documentaries about the sushi chef. Mm-hmm. You watch it once, you're like, that's so, it's so calming and it's so wonderful. And like, it's a, a, like a really cool story about this guy and his relationship with this octopus that he, um, he goes to the, he dives in the same spot every day and he like visits this octopus and kind of like the life, their like interactions together. Mm -hmm. After you watch this movie once, it becomes probably the best movie I know to fall asleep to just because it's so, you have the underwater sounds and like, it's so calming. And the guy's voice is like voice. so calming big time. And now my wife won't watch it because I'll do impressions of him. Wow. Like, you know, my life with the octopus in this kelp garden, in the kelp forest like that. I'll just do like that. Try to do that. Pretty and good. Like, you fuck, and she's like, you fucking ruined the movie. Like I can't, I can't watch it. Because well, it's still I a good movie. Here. You happen to it's do a pretty a good, good impression. So yeah. this is, um, um <laughs> and Brad is quick to point out that he is it is the deep's favorite movie. There's no doubt. Now no the doubt. octopus, the octopus has to be without question the strangest creature on planet Earth. The thing where it like turned itself into a pile of rocks, yeah. I was like, that is the craziest shit I have ever seen. And I know it's I know it's wild to throw that out there. There's a lot of things in the world. I get it. Like the platypus yeah. is very it's a very strange creature. Very strange. A lot of they think it's just like extra parts. A like, a wood a beaver with a duck bill with poisonous claws. Like who would think of that? It's a fucking mess, that thing. Yeah. But the octopus that like, lays what, eggs. Yeah. <laughs> like watching it, like when you see the octopus in this thing, and that's the like you, you hit on it. There's better camera work in this than like any fucking discovery channel thing i've ever yeah. seen and like those are all great too i'm not even shitting on those it's just like there's like how he was able to film everything it was like it was written like it was almost like he yeah. gave the octopus fucking lines it was like scene work he's like all right do this but i you don't know if the fucking thing is forward backward upside down he's got eight legs they have fucking two thousand suction cups he's got little breathe holes he's got his and eyes t- he can change its body Yep. Yeah, it changed its body so it was like running on the bottom of the ocean. Like it's fucking crazy. And then they like, change color. They right, they're a fucking chameleon. And yeah. then he did the thing where he fucking put all the rocks on them. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Like it is an amazing documentary. And you know, octopus or octopi, octopus is very str- uh, very smart. Now, one thing, this guy had way more control than I would have had. So. Minor spoilers, I guess, here yeah. for my octopus teacher, but he obviously got to know this octopus really well. The octopus ended up trusting him the whole the whole nine, right? He explains mm-hmm. all that. I know that you know nature works in a certain way, and like, and you're not to interfere with it. When you're you not to interfere, it, yeah. but this is eh, this is like a like a one off here, and when sharks are attacking this, essentially a, a, a an animal that he loves and has mm-hmm. befriended. 
how could you not fucking help it out? Well, he and I think he does a good enough job of explaining it where he's just like, does. one, one, I'm, I'm not to interfere with this, like, because it's the nature of everything. He's right. Two, and I think you, you missed this because the whole movie shot basically underwater. The guy's doing it with a snorkel, so he has to fucking breathe. Like, he has to go up. And, like, if you expect, I'm guessing, like, he's controlling his breath. Yeah. So if he gets into it with a shark, like, he's going to run out of air. Like, he's going to have to, like. Oh, that's a good point, too. Yeah, it's amazing how he was able to get that footage without a tank. And so yeah. he, like, he he says, like, the more you do it, the longer you can hold your breath. But I'm like, dude, that long? Like, yeah. And there's only one time in the whole thing where he's like, uh, something was happening and I had to go up for air. Yeah. But it actually, the first time that he didn't interfere ended up making the movie better. If you think about it, like the movie was able to kind of right. show sort of like a. Yeah, I don't know. Then what, hap- what happens next is actually yeah. super fascinating as well. This is a good conspiracy. Uh, some people believe that octopuses are actually aliens. If, if that's one of those conspiracy theories where, like, if you told me that was, ap- they proved that that was absolutely true, I'd be like, yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean the fucking Simpsons, the the aliens that are in all the uh, the Halloween specials, they yeah. look like octopus. Was it Kodo and Poto? Was it? No, it's uh, uh, fuck. Kodo and Poto are the the two weasels from Beastmaster. That's a oh, that's yeah, a deep no, I, I forget their names, but yeah, they're in like every yeah. Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. It's 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 awesome. But yeah, I'm with you. I was just talking about that movie the other day with my mom, and then I went and watched it. I hadn't seen it, and I Hang and Kodos. Yes, so good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's a good one. Coming to number six. All right, number five on our list, uh, Brian. This number is the one I, I, I fucked up. <clears throat> this was number one on my list. It did not make Davey's list. He sent me a text an hour before it went on the air. He's like, fucked up. Yep. <laughs> I didn't have it on the list. And I was like, I was surprised. I'm like, all right, maybe he didn't like it as much as I did. Because I love this movie from earlier this year. Coming at number five overall would probably be higher. We're going with Metal Lords. Metal Lords, I can, it's a treat. Yeah. I can explain what happened. So basically, I looked at... So when we do these things, like we come up with a topic and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to do my homework and I'm going to research like all the list all the list of like Netflix movies that have been released and I'm going to like by year and I'm going to like pick out which ones I think are mm-hmm. the best, right? Mm-hmm. It was a list that came out before this movie came out. So, so yeah, it wasn't right. listed on the list. So like I completely... I. Just yeah. this movie should be one or two i'm gonna say that right there the movies that are one or two are good but given how you and i felt about this movie this movie is way too low this movie is awesome i i just i love it so much and it's one of those movies that i had a smile on my face i think the whole hour and a half hour 40 minutes whatever it was the three kid actors or i guess they're more they're not kid mm-hmm. actors they're like teenager actors right. are all very good uh the main kid is unbelievable i can't wait to see him in something else uh and I, it was just like if you haven't seen this movie is like if eddie munson had his own movie if like eddie munson was forming a band yeah in yes. high school like that would be it would be this movie oh so good like like and a fucking great band and just like great oh, songs and like oh, the songs they play in it and then they actually what a risk they take but they they actually have an original song and at the at the talent show, and they and it rips. It. Oh yeah. my god! I a couple times a week, I'll just go back and listen to that. That song yeah. fucking destroyed. I think it's on Spotify. I gotta think. be, yeah. gotta be. Yeah, I man, it is. Uh, it is a blast. I, and I also, you know me, I like a high school setting. High school settings sure are, are are made for good movies and TV shows. And so, Metal Lords, 
as of right now, I'm going to definitely nominate this for movie of the year. Like it is, I've, I've seen a ton of movies. This is it, one of my top six. It is. Sure. It, we're giving it a dorky nom. <laughs> we're giving it a dorky nom. Yep. Maybe best mm-hmm. musical. So uh, yeah. you can't go wrong with uh, Metal Lords. All right. Coming in at number four. This one is also me. We actually, we both had this one on the list. Yes. But we're going with uh, The Harder They Fall. So The Harder They um, Fall came out last year. Yeah. And it kind of flew under the but again, what a cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an unbelievable cast. And the writing, like the dialogue in this is so cool. Like yeah. the way the characters talk to each other. Um, and I'm all just a sucker for a good western. I love yeah, I like a western too. And just when you think it's been kind of done to death, you're like, they come out with this one. And Jonathan Majors, Kang, mm-hmm. can, can do no wrong. Uh, Idris Elba, Zaze Beats, Regina King, Delroy Lindo, Lakeith Stanfield. Like, fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable cast. cast. And, uh, yeah, this is one of the surprises of uh, of last year. Just some good, like, obviously some classic uh, Western tropes, but mm-hmm. you know, they do it a little bit differently. And, I don't know, just a bunch of characters that you like. Like, that's sort of one of the themes of the, these good Netflix movies have characters that you just like. You know, they maybe it's not the greatest movie ever made, but I don't know. You're never bored watching watching the harder they fall, and this one's a good two hours plus. But yeah, like it. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a super. If you're into westerns and you haven't seen a good one in a while, the harder they fall is go. actually pretty sweet. Yeah. Yep. I think the last good western I saw before this was the Hateful Eight. Um, so this is kind of like well, would in that call, vein, would you call uh, Hell or High Water? Uh, uh, that's western? like a i think it's like a modern western i yeah, think that's yeah. what like yeah. with a uh, ty sheridan like that's his thing yeah. is like yeah. he makes like these modern westerns that's true. um but I, I, in terms of like classic western movie like that's um yeah yeah, yeah like right. that is and so is uh like um you go like um, unforgiven wind river and like all those all those movies that he oh, does yeah. are yeah, 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 modern yeah. westerns all right. um yeah all right so coming in at number three um, it looks like you had this listed as well, or else it wouldn't be number three. Is Mitchell's versus the Machines? Yeah. Oh yeah. Which, uh, we both have this. Um, a quirky, dysfunctional family's road trip is upended when they find themselves in the middle of like this kind of like robot tech apocalypse. Um, it was done by the guys who did Into the Spider Verse, which um, right there, I mean, they have a good feel for like animation and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. One of the best dog characters was the dog's name. The dog had a great name. Um, oh, you're right. He did. Uh, I forget, but he was he was good. He provided some of the good comedy. He did. Yeah, yeah, the dog is a little stupid fat pug that um, is awesome. But the cast is uh, Abby Jacobson, Danny McBride, Maya Rudolph, Olivia Coleman, uh, Eric Andre. Like the, the, it's like a super funny cast, um, and it's one of those kids movies where my kids really enjoyed it because it's funny and like all that stuff. But um, they do a great job of doing some quasi adult humor as well. Mm-hmm. So the daughter's like going to college and the dad is like, basically it's like a way cooler, uh, goofy movie, you know, where the kids going to college and like, oh, yeah, 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 extreme goofy, extreme goofy movie. The kids going to college and the parents can't really handle it. And, um, but it's actually a really, really cool, uh, movie. So if you haven't seen that, I think it was Oscar nominated as well. Should have won. I yeah, think I, it did Encanto. Well, Encanto won. And Disney's just that, like, just owns that category. But oh yeah, um, true. Uh, I got to find the dog's name now. The dog's name is. Oh yeah, what was the dog's name? 
This movie also um, was originally titled Munchie Ted- or Munchie. 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 Yeah. It was originally titled Connected. I think it's a much better title to be The Mitchells versus the Machines. Yes. Connected. Um, kind of lame. Yeah. Yeah. All right, coming in number two on our list, and this is a little bit of uh, yeah, playing a little fast and loose with the rules here, but I um, see it as one thing, yeah. But there are rules, so we're going with Fear Street, obviously, a trilogy of movies that were released one week apart. Which we talked about at the time we did a standalone episode on it, you can check it out uh, in the archives. But loved it from 1994 to 17 or 1976, 1978, maybe, and 76. And then 17, whatever the fuck it was. There's three different years. 1994. Yo, 70, was it 96, 76, 16, 66 or something like that? Yeah. Or is it? I don't know. Whatever the, whatever it was. But it was good. They even said they might make more of these. It was 78. And then so 16. Yeah, 78. And then, yeah. 1666. So, so, yeah, I had like sort of your 90s slasher. Then you had your, uh, you know, camp movie of the 70s 80s and then you had which thankfully in 1666 they didn't spend their whole time in 1666 because i was getting a Thank little God. oh so, yeah i kind of they... saved it yeah mm-hmm. uh, and but that was must... the perfect amount of time i remember we were talking about that yeah. like if they yeah. said that whole movie was in that time period that would have sucked would not have it worked wasn't. uh you got a little bit of maya hawk in the first one and then you got sadie sink in the second one so it did have mm-hmm. and, and not just because of that but it had stranger feet uh things vibes to it as well yeah. uh obviously and screamed. that was the first time i saw sadie sink act and i'm like like that- really act yeah and she's fucking good like she was good in that movie yeah and i like how they all uh connected obviously and the whole thing but th- those are just fun horror movies so yeah that was and an just easy one, easy one and what that. a great format to do three movies in three weeks awesome. i mean that more they need to do that more and i know we talked about what netflix is they're pissing subscribers right now because they're up in prices and doing stupid shit but yeah. uh um they need to do more of this like more bandersnatch like choose your own adventure movies like i think that's yeah. a kind of a cool concept yeah because so is this it. yeah i agree like you film three movies all at once and then you release them you could do it bi-weekly yeah and know? like and it'd be tits and the shit that they were looking at like it was like trending too like for a while like and if that's i don't know that's one metric that they're probably just people talking about it you know and then yeah. Then if you do, you cut away a little bit, or even if you do one every other week or whatever it is, to space it out, just so people aren't getting like the free. That's what yeah. Oh, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. So that makes a little bit more sense. But I don't know. I'm I was here. That was a pleasant surprise. Uh, last and, yeah. And speaking of pleasant surprises, so as at coming in at number one, as bad as coming to America was, uh, the number one movie we have for drum roll, please. Um, <laughs> Dolomite is my name. Uh, the Eddie Murphy, where he plays Rudy Ray Moore. Um, Dolomite is one of those movies that I own on DVD and I make people watch. Uh-huh. And it, I kind of silently judge you as you're watching it. It's like this in Army of Darkness. Like, I'm going to sit with you and watch this. Yeah. What do you and see how you feel about this? And your <laughs> yeah. reaction to this movie will tell me everything I need to know about you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the story of how that movie got made. Rudy Ray Moore himself is just a wild character and just so funny. And I remember hearing his stand-up bits and hearing or watching Dolomite and thinking that this is the most unintentionally funny thing I've ever seen. And I think the first time I saw it, I think I was like 16 or 17 years old. Yeah. Um, And it was how these types of movies got made 
And you could tell that like Eddie Murphy was like super passionate about this because mm-hmm. he plays Rudy Ray Moore. Um, and again, a great cast. Wesley Snipes is in this movie. Um, I'm trying to, th- mm-hmm. uh, Mike Epps is in this movie. Yeah. Uh, the guy from Kimmy Schmidt, I forget his name, Titus, I forget his name, but he's super good in it. Um, oh, right, 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 right. Craig Robinson is in it. Uh, it's a super good cast. Cody Smith McPhee's in it as well. Um, but super funny, a lot of heart. Like, we don't talk about that enough, I guess, in this heart. podcast is like, oh, the heart of this there movie. There was some good heart in there. Good. Yeah. One of my, um, sorry. I was going to say one of my favorite parts of the whole thing and it's the fucking sex scene that they have. Yeah. It's one of the all-time great. So MacGruber is still the best sex scene ever. And then, you know, just the, the over-the-top thing. But the part in it where... So first of all, you got like the frames are like spinning around or whatever. Yeah. But the line he says to her when he goes, put your weight on it. Put your weight on it. Like uh, that's in the movie too. And movie, I, right. I, yeah. Fucking it's... hilarious. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I love it. Yeah. Uh, the that They bring like the ceiling down. In that scene too, it's fucked. Like in that movie, you can see boom mics. Like the boom mic will like come in the shot, and they kept it. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, at this point, this came out in 2019. You're like, uh, is does Eddie Murphy still have a fastball? And he does. He does. He I just he, he, he does. rarely uses it. He yeah, rarely right. uses it for. Like I, I feel like he needs to go like do a stand up tour again or something. Like just yeah. really do something like that but um yeah, this is great yeah i mean think of like Chappelle. like think of like everything Chappelle does people watch it right mm-hmm. if eddie murphy did a stand-up special for yeah. like prime or mm-hmm. netflix how many fucking people would watch that or if it was like a theatrical release how well, many when people went... went and saw like kevin hart oh yeah when he went back to snl remember he crushed it oh he was so ago. good too he was awesome yeah. All right, so there's our list. Uh, we got a shitload of honorable mentions, and we'll mention some of the other ones that we voted for. But so uh, 10 through 1 was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Always Be My Maybe, Crip Camp, The Gray Man, My Octopus Teacher, Metal Lords at 5, should have been higher, then The Harder They Fall, The Mitchells versus the Machines, Fear Street, and Dolomite Is My Name. Uh, before people uh, email us or tweet us, they probably will anyway, just when they see the title. Yeah. I didn't include Uncut Gems. Because despite being like partially Netflix distributed, it released internationally on Netflix first. In the yeah. in the United States, it was in theaters first, then Netflix. So it's an A twenty four slash Netflix movie, but I don't include it. Um, I don't too because because it got a theatrical. None of these movies got a theatrical release. I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah, no, these were like straight Netflix, and then they put them on Netflix. Where yeah. some of these other ones were on there. So. Um, the other ones that received votes, uh, you had El Camino, the Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. Jesse Pinkman movie. I had Hustle, the Adam Sandler movie that just came out. Or, yeah. played Hoops, or he's a scout. Uh, yep. I know that one was good. I had the Adam Project on mine. That just mm-hmm. came out this year, too. It was pretty good. Uh, you had Bird Box. I had Bird Box. I did, which was fine. Yeah, I didn't get the whole hype. It was at the time it was the most streamed movie ever. So I didn't get the hype. Yeah, but the movie was decent, so I had I did have that on my list. I like and there was Bullock. one I like that Bullock. I told you I forgot, and I'm like, nah, fuck it, it's an honorable mention. And that was the Ballad of Buster Buster Scruggs, mm-hmm. which was the Coen Brothers movie that was like a yeah. a series of shorts, which is um good but kind of weird. Yeah, at times. 
Uh, I also had the guilty number 10 on my list. That was the Jake Gyllenhaal one where he's like, uh, he takes like 911 calls or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking good. I never actually. saw that one. It was pretty good. Um, the other one I, I would say is Automat. I, I liked list. Bright. Oh, I did not. Yeah. I like Bright. Thumbs up or thumbs down these? Okay. Uh, Gerald's game. Thumbs up. Gerald's game is pretty good. I like Gerald's yep. game. Uh, Mank. I it actually like a lot. I, Gary yeah, Oldman. Good. Yeah, yeah. I like that shit. Uh, the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Never saw it actually. Pretty good. Yeah, it was actually really good. Again, based I on good things story. about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just missed my top ten, but I could see how it would be in other people's top ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Devil All the Time. The uh, Tom Holland movie. That... Yeah, nah, nah, no. not for you, Doug. Not uh, for me, Extraction. Doug, yeah. With Thor, just a solid action movie. Yeah. I give that a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had always be my maybe. I liked the Lovebirds uh, for like a rom com. Lovebirds was good. Didn't uh, see it. Kamel Nunjani. Let me see. The Lovebirds. Oh, it's Kamel Nunjani and a who? Oh, shit, who else was in it with him? Issa Rae. Yes. From uh, so this twenty twenty, so just a couple of years ago. I I liked it a lot. Uh, let's see. Ba-ba-ba. The Babysitter. Good little slasher horror movie. I okay. can't get over Bella Thorne. I don't like Bella Thorne. All right. Uh, the Wrong Missy. <laughs> that sneaky movie was like... David Spade movie. Sneaky funny. Yeah. Well, he's not funny. The girl in it. I forget her. The girl's Lauren. amazing. Yeah. She's great. She's, She's great. incredible. Uh, Bad Trip. Didn't Eric see it. Hunter. Oh, fun. Dude. Like, way funnier than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Way I'll funnier. check that out. Uh, Kate with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I like that movie. So do I. I know I like it. I like it. I like it more than you. It's like almost. Uh, uh, what's the other one that you didn't like that I liked more? Something milkshake. Oh yeah, uh, gunpowder milkshake. Gunpowder milkshake. I like that too. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre wasn't great. That came out. The Highwaymen with Kevin Costner was better than I thought it was going to be a few years that was ago. A bit of snooze. Uh, yeah, two was... Oscar-nominated movies that would be on everybody else's list, but not ours: uh, Marriage Story and The Irishman. Uh, I didn't like either of those movies. Me neither. The The Marriage Story was another like great Adam Driver performance. So like, mm-hmm. if you're looking for like just acting, that's a, that's a good movie. It also is a movie that says you're just probably better off staying married even if you're miserable because that divorce process seems horrible. I am convinced that 70% of the reason I'm still married is that my wife doesn't want to go through the process of a divorce. <laughs> Because she saw this movie and was like, Fuck yeah, I was like, that. I'm not doing that. Fuck yeah. that. Uh, you also had uh, Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds, which is a pretty good like action movie as well. That was decent. I was like, I was expecting more from that because that was one of the first like big, big budget ones they did. Uh, yeah, I feel like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The Old Guard was sure. Shari- I like that movie. It was fine. It's supposed to be a uh, sequel to that too, right? I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, Between Two Ferns movie. <laughs> I like that movie too. That was original. Uh, Hubie Halloween. I hated that movie. We did a standalone on. And uh, Murder Mystery was the Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston, uh, for lack of a better term, Murder Mystery that they did. (laughs) You couldn't come up with a better name than Murder Mystery? (laughs) Murder Mystery. Just straight up. What is it? Murder Mystery. Yeah. Why fuck around? Right. Yeah. I think that's the list. I think the biggest objections will be. I don't know. I mean, The Irishman was so fucking boring. I, the Irishman was too boring. I think we did a standalone on that. You guys can check it out. I yeah. promise you the episode's more interesting and more entertaining than the movie was. 
yeah, maybe maybe bird box or maybe extraction. Anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, let us know what you think. What did we What did we miss? What were your favorite Netflix original movies that we didn't have? You can e- uh, email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at dorkpodcast. All right, we got one more thing to do. Pick of the bomb. All right, right. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may choose at this time to defend a goal. I will defer to you at this this time. All right, then I will receive. I just bought something. Now it doesn't qualify for should I bought this. I know. I know what you're gonna uh, yeah. It was only two dollars. I have it here. That's right, folks. It is a Wildcats number one from Image Comics. Uh, drawn by Jim Lee, and I spent two dollars on this. I think it's probably worth a small fortune. I loved Wildcats, and I don't know where did you get that? A used bookstore. It's a number one kid. It's gotta be fucking four hundred dollars. I'm gonna see what the price is for that. Right, uh, right now, Wildcats number one, near mint, nine point eight, hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, this probably isn't near mint though. It's probably not. Well, like a, 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 that's like a mint nine eight is. I see one for two twenty, two forty, one oh nine, sixty bucks. So you already made back that money. Like now, if you go to a, if we go to a con and Jim Lee goes to cons a lot, you can get him to sign that. Oh boy, that's gonna go up too because Jim Lee's I mean, a legend. Look at it. it's got like a grifter right look on at there. Grifter on there with his blonde hair. Oh. The precursor to Deadpool. Look at this guy. Yeah. He's a handsome devil. Love Grifter. I love this team. Now, the thing about early Image Comics, which is kind of funny because now Image Comics is some of the best stories in comics now, like the, the different stories and writers that they yeah. have there. But early on, Image was just the coolest looking shit and then the worst actual yeah. fucking stories. Like, there was well, nothing that, yeah. to it. Like, what Young Bloods. Like the, I'm thinking, like, the Savage. Was it the... Uh... They had Youngblood, they had Stormwatch, they had Wildcats. Now, obviously, they had Spawn, too. Savage Dragon was one I was just like, I was like, this looks really cool. And then I'm like, he did a crossover with Hellboy at some point. You're just like, this is fucking weird. Yeah, they had some bad, they had some bad stuff, but. Didn't they have, it wasn't them, but was, uh, remember the the Max? It was like an MTV cartoon. I don't think it was Image, but. Yeah, I think so. Was it two X's on that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is the purple guy with like the dagger fists? Yeah, yeah. Fucking Grifter was cool though. Grifter was so cool. And Grifter yeah. now, there was some deal or whatever. He's now like in DC or he has been for a while. But there's yeah. a book where it's Red Hood and Grifter both in the book together. It's fucking amazing. I, I have that as well. All right, Rob, what do you do? Oh, yeah. Um, so I finally saw um I saw the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's phenomenal. Is it the best movie of the year? That's what everyone's saying. It's one of them. If okay. I if it's it's definitely up there. Um, okay. And it's super. I saw it like super timely too because the idea of this movie that they kind of get to, and this is going to be kind of heady. But like, have you seen like those telescope pictures that they took, like with this new telescope, with like all these galaxies, and, like all these universes oh, and stuff? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like holy shit! Like that blew my mind, and it, yeah. not and the fact that like how insignificant like I am. <laughs> Like it's, oh, I mean, it's like it's 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 you point. could take it but the point of like this movie is like you could take that one of two ways we you love it like, right 
No, but like, okay, let me finish. I, I, I understand what you mean. No, trust me. Like, I think about I think about this shit all the time. And I think, and I, I was really thinking about it. And then I watched this movie and then like, they're talking exactly about what I was, because if there's infinite universes and infinite me's. So basically it's a, it's a, it's a weird concept of like, think of like the matrix and like a Rick and Morty episode, like com combined into one. Um, that's the best way I can describe it. And the acting is cool. And the fight scenes are awesome. And just kind of off. Someone's built up with two dildos. It's great. I gotta see this. Yeah, you have to see it. It's bonkers, but it's it's really really good, and good for Kihei Kwan for coming back. Uh, yeah. Data short round, and he crushes it in this. Oh, movie. Yeah. he's so good. Good. All yeah. right, so check that. that out for sure. All right, next week, Rye. I don't know uh, if you want to do Paper Girls or if you have you started Blackbird. No, Apple I have Plus not started Blackbird. That's only six episodes. That's also gonna. That's ending this Friday. Okay, we so I might be able one, to power through Blackbird. We can do one or the other or both. Um, let me know. Keep me posted, and then we can keep you posted. It. But those are two possibilities, and we can always split. We can always split it down the middle too, and spend like twenty minutes on one, twenty minutes on the other. We do that. All right, awesome stuff. That'll do it. Uh, let us know what you think of your favorite Netflix movies and uh, your should I have bought this dork podcast at gmail.com. You can rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can leave another review if you already left one review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts uh, and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. YouTube.com slash dork podcast. Uh, David, you don't give a shit about anything. Do you? What'd you say? I said, you don't give a shit about anything. Do you? Rich. I forgot to mention. Oh, Biff whiff is in everything everywhere at all at once. No way. Yeah. Biff whiff. So Biff yeah. whiff was in, he went from, I think you should leave to an episode of dave into what, he's now in the best year? he's in the best movie of the year yeah i mean this guy is having an sorry so i forgot well, to mention that but ask me again. i've seen every cock on the planet you don't give a shit about anything do you <laughs> what'd you say I said, you don't give a shit about anything do you <laughs> not really <laughs> <laughs>